Hi, and welcome to a special live recording of I've Never Seen the OC. We are on the season finale of season three, episode 25, The Graduate. into this episode I just want to put out a little trigger warning Um, this episode specifically deals with death and bereavement we'll be talking quite a lot about both of those things we also touch on car accidents so if you're not feeling that today or that's not your jam um, that is perfectly okay Um, just head back and listen to one of our other many many episodes from seasons one to three of the OC so weird imagine if somebody was listening to this and we'd actually already finished series four and it's like in the future i can't even get my head too weird yeah (laughs) that would be weird um right it's friday the 18th of june 2021 and we are live we are it's really weird because normally i just look at you and now i'm looking at like 23 other people i got quite intimidated so i just put it to you're my main screen then i've got three people down the side but two of those people are jill and fiona who are sitting in my living room so that's really weird (laughs) and then i have luke as well so hey guys (laughs) in the most loving way possible i am just going to predominantly ignore you for like the next 20 minutes while we do this (laughs) well you're all here for the final episode of i've never seen the oc well Season three finale, not the last ever one. Yep. So yes, I am Jane and I have seen the OC. My name is Heather and I have never seen the OC. Apart from now, I've seen all of seasons one through three. So I can't say that for much longer. I've yeah. only got 14 more episodes before that is a categoric lie. Oh, remember when we get to, imagine like when we get to the end of season four and we'll both be like... <gasps> I have seen the OC. I have seen the OC. That would be so exciting. Is anyone else on this call a first time a first time watcher? No? Oh, we've got one, one of your pals. Oh, we've got oh, two. Yeah, Fiona is a first time watcher. Well, hi guys. What a roller coaster, right? This last episode is <laughs> wild. <laughs> I foolishly started watching it before work and then had to watch the last half on my lunch break. So I came back from lunch just like I'm fine so oh. fine not been crying i'm so fine it's a lot um i'm just laughing because carrie has put in the <laughs> put in the call we're not the way around that you thought we were gonna be that's oh that's, that's interesting <laughs> i do often think that um there's a podcast i listen to called stuff you should know and i didn't know what they looked mm. like for ages and ages and then I saw a picture of them and was like honestly jaw on the floor like I can't believe that's what they look like so but sorry to disappoint guys (laughs) (laughs) Jane do you have any housekeeping anything you'd like to bring to the table I know you've been excited about this episode for a very long time so I'm fine just jumping into it yeah this episode is pretty much 15 years old to the day well to the month which is wild Oh yeah, it came out in June, didn't it? June 2006? I think here, yeah, it was a little earlier than the US, but yeah, that's just wild that it's been 15, 15 years since you went to that party, Heather. I know, Williams <laughs> party, that is so weird. So for those of you who don't know, I, 
inadvertently knew the, the big thing that happens at the end of this episode because when I was 15, 16, was at a party and it was on in the background. I wasn't watching the OC, I didn't know anything about the OC, but I saw that this happened. So this entire time I've just been like, how how do we get to this point? And even there? like twice in this episode, I was like, where, how, how is that going to happen? Yeah, I've obviously seen it various times, know exactly what happens, but I was still willing it like not to happen. Like maybe it'll be different this time. Oh yeah, you messaged me during the week saying that. You were like, maybe this time it will be different. <laughs> right, right, let's do it. For the last time for season three. Last time. Last time. On the OC. On the OC. Right, we had a lot of Marissa and Volchik. Yeah. Flashbacks, didn't we? They were a thing. <laughs> can confirm yeah. they were a thing and it sort of flashed back to remember when marissa was down at the beach following all the johnny stuff and then volchick was like oh if you want to hang out to her asking him to prom um and then to volchick and ryan's crazy behavior last episode <laughs> all their numerous fights random like peacocking to each other Square going yeah. each other to use a very, very glaswegian phrase they also stole the car together that's important yeah. so Basically, Ryan beat the absolute shit out of Volchek, and to pay him back for that, they stole a car together, which would make you think they're they're kind of even now. But we'll find out. No, Volchek's just not giving up, is he? And then we had Seth accidentally setting the new oh kick on fire. Yes. This storyline is insane. Like, I think we picked it apart pretty heavily in the last episode, but. We'll touch on it when we get to it. So the kind of premise with that was he was smoking a big fat joint in his dad's office and it fell into the waste, waste paper bin and set the entire office on fire, even though Americans love a sprinkler. Yeah. Just pin it out. Weird. <laughs> uh, and he got arrested, like pretty much straight away. I have questions. I want to know why they have no security in their homes, but their offices have like the tightest, yeah. quickest security you've ever seen in your life. And how did the security know where Seth would be like so quick? <laughs> Weird. Weird. Let's dive in. So we open up in the pool house, I believe. And we've got Ryan sort of sitting waiting to find out um, what's happened with Seth. Kirsten's doing um, the same thing. Doing what every good woman does when she's waiting, folding the yeah. washing. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Oh, here, Kirsten's like loungewear in this scene was brilliant she has on this really nice long like blue robe which i think it looks like it'd be from john lewis or something that's, that's some good lounger <laughs> or like the spenny ones from arts and spencers yeah, like not their basics yeah. range the fancy bougie, one. not the basics <laughs> um but yeah sandy basically comes in and tells kirsten that seth denied everything um yeah. to the police he says that he just picked up the drawing and he left and neither of them are buying it are they i mean it's all a lie technically he did pick up mm. The, paint, the painting, the drawing and leave. Just missed out the fact that he had a big fat joint and dropped it there. Yeah. Um, so Sandy's sort of like, he doesn't want to accuse Seth of anything since things have been a bit tense as it is. But yeah, he's apparently the last one to have left the Newport group. Yeah. And Kirsten very quickly is like, you don't believe a word of it, do you? Mm -hmm. um, which very quickly cuts to Seth being like, it was an accident, I swear, and kind of confessing to Ryan the real situation of the yeah. of the crime. Ryan's like, well, you need to confess. And he's like, I can't do time, Ryan. Um, and then Ryan makes like the more valid point, well, surely like lying to 
Sandy Cohen's harder than that. Can we also just take a moment to imagine Seth Cohen in prison? Like that would be a TV series in <laughs> itself. That would be. I would I watch that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, but um, Seth then's like, well, I'm away to my mum's again. What a like way to tie it in. I'm away to my mum's car to listen to sad music, and Ryan's like, oh wait, your mum's car isn't in the drive. It's actually down the road. And, oh, yeah, terrible link. But anyway, um, Ryan has to go and move the car. And who does he see when he moves the car? Volchik. I actually went to call him Kevin there because there was so much calling of him Kevin in the (laughs) Minnesota. I was referring to him so much. I think it's you that's put it in my head. But every time, every time any of them have said Kevin in like the last three episodes, I just hear it as... um, Home Alone. The women, yeah, Home Alone. The woman that plays Moira and shit's creep. <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! That's all I hear now. And you've just like implanted it yeah. into my brain. <laughs> so yeah, Kevin turns up um, and he's like, he looks genuinely concerned. Like he looks shooketh. He looks affronted. He does. That's exactly what I've got written um, down. Um, but do you not think he's overreacting a bit? Yeah, definitely. Like as we go on, it's like how... And clearly he does bad stuff all the time. Like, why Mm -hmm. is this the thing that's, like, pushed him over the edge? Apparently he's still running from the police. They managed to find Seth in, like, 20 minutes, but they're still (laughs) looking for Volchek. Like, they find Seth within a matter of seconds, but Volchek, the mad, crazy guy who, like, threw a sink off the pier, they can't figure out it was him that stole the car. Weird. The $120,000 car, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, basically, Volchik's like, I need your help. Um, if I'm going down, you're coming down with me and all that chat. Um, and yeah, it doesn't, it's like, if you don't help me, then I'll tell the cops that we stole the car together. And Ryan's like, you can't do that. My family are coming to town. And yeah, sort of putting Ryan in a bit of a situation. Yeah. I don't understand why Volchik doesn't go to his actual friends. I mean, does he have any? Well, what about the the mad rapey guys in the back? Those Mm. ones, like they're apparently Mm. his pals. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Luke has brought up a very, very important security fact. (laughs) Um, it was the real police, the real popo that came after Ah, Seth, but it's just like the gated community security guys that were after Ah, Volchek. Okay, that does kind of make sense, but still weird Volchek's very much blackmailing Ryan wants some money and that's yeah he really goes in hard on like not only will I tell the police but I'll tell your mum and that's obviously yeah, worse than telling the police <laughs> oh, ruin okay. your life <laughs> yeah cue the last California for the next four weeks yeah. I did sing along it was good I enjoyed it <laughs> it's, it's quite cathartic isn't it it's quite like yeah. I feel like every time the theme song comes in you kind of like settle in a bit yeah well I watched when I was watching it as well you'd usually just let all the credits are on do whatever but I actually watched them and it made me feel like super sad because there's just oh so God. many like nice shots we're not even five Happy minutes times. into the show you can't cry no. yet okay you need to keep <laughs> your shit together for at least the first half okay let's head to harbour um they are setting up for graduation Jane you're a teacher our local yep. local teacher expert mm-hmm would you get your secondary kids to set up the hall for graduation if you if we did graduation here? No. Especially at a school like that, you would have a fabulous janitorial team who would do... I mean, at my school, we have like an amazing janitorial team and there's loads of them and they're constantly doing stuff. So it's, yeah, it's not really believable. Yeah. 
weird. I did think that. I did. Um, I did like the vibe though. I liked the little what did, they're called lays, aren't they? The little flowery garlands. Yeah, it's it's pretty cute. And then they're all just sort of having a chat and being pretty nostalgic. And Taylor like they're saying, oh, they're all going to be in our gowns. And then Taylor's like, yeah, except Seth, he'll be in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> just um, Taylor. A light. Um, a light thought that has just crossed my mind. Why is it the girls that are sitting up? Where are the boys? Why aren't they helping? Why do the girls and boys have different coloured gowns? Oh, I did think that earlier on. I thought that was really weird as well. Anyway, Anyway. um, Taylor is, yeah, Taylor's nervous about her speech. It's her and Summer and Marissa are the only three setting up the graduation for the entire year. Mm -hmm. Sure. And Summer is kind of talking about the whole Seth situation, setting fire to the thing, yada, yada, yada. And Marissa's like, hmm, sounds like you're talking about Ryan. And uh, she's got a point. (laughs) It's definitely got some Ryan traits about it. Yeah, and then Taylor's giving them, giving them her <laughs> uh, the details of her prom or post prom party, um, her own Korean barbecue. <laughs> I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. <laughs> Mon yourself, Taylor. <gasps> oh, yes. you're such a convert. Go I told girl. you. I'm so glad. Like I, yeah. <laughs> everyone listening, watching knows I thought Taylor was a complete twat when we first met her. She was the worst. Like the actual, the actual, actual worst. She has come a full 180. Like she's one of my favourite characters now. Yeah, like a strong look, vibe, character arc. I love it. Love her. She's amazing. Although she's gone from like looking absolutely smoking in her her prom dress to like just going back to like looking like a waspy mall. (laughs) <laughs> like with her, her petals and her little jumper around her shoulders. And she's valid, valid, yeah, valedictorian. Yeah. Like she's valedictorian. got to look the part. She, but yeah. It's such a weird juxtaposition that she's literally talking about being a mad shagger and like getting <laughs> on with these two lads to standing there in her like matching set and pearls being like, oh, yeah. I've got to, got to do my speech later. I love it. What what depth yeah. of character. Definitely. But yeah, so they're having their little chat about prom and then Julie again it was like it doesn't really feel believable that Julie would just turn up to the school like hey girls but anyway she does and she has a letter from Jimmy for Marissa and yeah Marissa goes off to see what her dad's got to say to it yeah when I was watching it like I was like that is not believable but you would just wait till she got home and give it to her at home but later when she's like oh no me and your dad spoke I was like oh no that's why she's rushing with the letter yeah she knows what's in that Um, and speaking of Moz, um, Dawn shows up at the Cone House for graduation, minus her boyfriend that she was meant to be bringing. I love Dawn though. I don't. Yeah, but the Nana could have been there. Oh they yeah, because the they tickets. only get they get two tickets each. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the Nana? Why is she Nana? not there? Maybe she's too spenny yeah. as an actor. Maybe they couldn't afford her. Maybe. Maybe because they do make reference to her, but yeah, she's not there. Her and Kirsten have a bit of a chat and she makes a comment. She's like, oh, seems like forever since I was last here. And then she's like, oh, or maybe I was just, um, maybe I was drunk. And obviously, I'm guessing she doesn't know about Kirsten's oh, um, yeah. recent struggles. Yeah, and then oh, I just, Ryan comes in and I just love the scenes with Ryan and his mom. I think they're so genuine. I just loved on. I think I really mentioned sweet. this um, yeah. when they were over in Albuquerque, my fave. Um, <laughs> when they were over in Albuquerque. Like, Don't start singing. <laughs> too soon um it's such a good <laughs> song though like every time it's brought up Albuquerque great song anyway moving swiftly on Dawn 
the woman that plays Dawn is an amazing actor. Like, I just find her so believable. Like, her warmth and excitement she's is really just earnest, so pure. She? Yeah, she's great. I like her. Caitlin shows up at the Roberts house, much to everyone's surprise and the surprise of Neil. And then a pretty awkward conversation. I love this. I thought this was so (laughs) funny. She's like, Neil, poor Neil, is like, oh, what are you doing here? I wasn't expecting you to, nobody was expecting you to be here. And she's like, well, since my grades have gone from D's to A's, I was wondering if you could take these from an A to a D. And honestly, Caitlin is hilarious. Like, I know she's a shit starting pain in the butt, but she's hilarious. She's so funny. She is funny and I thought that was a really cute dress. I liked her little summer dress she had on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, once uh, Dr. Robert has picked his jaw up from the floor, she's very quick to be like, I'm clearly joking. Chill out. I'm I'm yanking your chain. It's all right. Don't worry about it. (laughs) The fear in Neil's face was hilarious. (laughs) So good. But yeah, they've got a spare seat for graduation and she wanted to come and she thought thought it'd be a good idea to join them. Yeah, that's a good point. They'll have a few spare tickets. Jimmy's not coming. Summer's mum's not coming. So they must have four tickets between them and then Anna's still not getting a look in. Do you know, we we put a question out on our Instagram yesterday at Never Seen No See. Um, and we're like, do you have any questions for us? And uh, <laughs> one of the questions, I can't remember exactly who said it off the top of my head, but it was like, if you could ask like the team, the OC team, one question, one of them one question, what it would be. And I think it would be, Josh Schwartz and it'd be like why wasn't the Nana invited to graduation that's my only question yeah (laughs) it's the most important question for the entire show I must know but yeah we then we go to the Cone house and Seth comes to have a chat with Sandy about graduation um, and they have a little sort of father-son bonding moment oh my god (laughs) it's so bad is it meant to be funny I don't know. Are you going to do it? Because I'm not. No, I'm not. This early on. I, was I didn't like, even yeah. write it down. It made me cringe so bad. Honestly, I thought my I did, but I'm not like, going to wrap it. Oh, you could wrap it. I can't remember like the tempo. Um, but yeah, <laughs> someone give check her a out beat. my boy Cohen. <laughs> Can you believe how he's growing? The competition away, he's blowing. Oh God. Um, but yes, yeah, Seth's like, don't do that ever. <laughs> and this then <laughs> makes him <laughs> sort of be like, oh, Dad, like why are you like the worst but the best and that's when he has to like sort of come clean and tell Sandy that he did start the fire and Sandy's just like oh the usual I'm just upset that you can't tell me the truth about it I'm not angry I'm just disappointed yeah but you're the worst you can sort of see things from I guess it is just like communication breakdown isn't it but you can see sort of things from all their angles if you look at Sandy's been so snowed under with work Kirsten doesn't want to user drinking as the cause of the problems Seth doesn't want to cause more friction between his mum and dad so it's just yeah. sort of like drama drama and like we do always say like Seth is like Seth and the rest of them are kids like they're like 18 years yeah. old they're still young but he's always given this kind of pretense of being like a really mature adult yeah. kid like he's he's kind of got his, got his shit together but he seems really childlike in this moment when he's like I just didn't know what to do or who to talk to like yeah, it's a lot of responsibility yeah. to put on somebody, isn't it? And it's actually Seth just telling the truth. Yeah, just like, don't lie that much. <laughs> it's not that hard. Tom is saying, my background contains a weird continuity error in this scene. Oh, can we look at Tom's background? Hello, Tom in America. Hi. You can see yes? Sandy and Seth talking to each other, which supposedly is in the Cohen's bedroom, right? Which, as I'm watching, I thought it was on the second floor. 
But if you're looking at it, you can see the pool house. Pool house, yeah. So, like, is everything on the main level and, like, the second floor is totally empty? But it was just, like, this continuity error where I feel like other times, like, Kirsten and Sandy were talking and, there would, like, you could see something else outside of it. But in this case, there's some other room across from the pool house that we haven't seen or they just, yeah, it's huge yeah. continuity error. Was there not a scene ages and ages and ages ago where they watched Kirsten close the blinds when she was in her peak alcoholism? But I can't think where that was. But to be honest, like, we would all really appreciate a blueprint of that house. Like, I would like that to be settled. Like, I don't understand where anything is. Imagine that, another continuity error in the, <laughs> in the OC. Whoa. <laughs> Oh. oh, thanks for that though, Tom. But basically, Sandy says we both screwed up and says, like, yep, we're usually both so awesome. Um, but Sandy's like, look, this is still serious. Um, there's been a lot of damage done and we will still need to talk to the police. But then Sandy's just a bit like, oh, let's let, not let that dampen tonight's festivities. Um, <laughs> let's never let's not hug. let um, like, legal proceedings get in the yeah. way of graduation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah they have a little moment oh this is just weird as well isn't it so they have a hug and Sandy's like I love you Seth and he's like oh I can never say I love you to another man but I have much affection for you as well so shut up just mm. a light peppering of homophobia dropped in there Um, I just don't I don't like it don't appreciate it do you oh. know it's funny Ali and I were talking about this earlier there's so many things that were <laughs> acceptable in the noughties or like you wouldn't bat an eyelid an eyelid in the noughties like i think if we'd watched this at the time we probably would have laughed or been like oh yeah whatever whereas like what 15 years later and i think everybody it would like quite collectively be like actually no like that's not okay and we've talked about it before with like some of the homophobic language there's been a couple of like quite racist comments like even the stuff taylor was saying earlier I don't yeah. think is okay um, no. but yeah there's just so many things that you're like when when and how did that shift in society start to move and I mean we're not there yet <laughs> let's let's make that yeah, very it's, clear it's we're good. not there's, there's, there's definitely been a movement know. yeah for sure yeah definitely progression um, but yeah we then cut back to Harbour and Summer finds Marissa and went to have a chat and Marissa tells Summer the news what was enclosed in her letter so Jimmy is doing really well and he wants Marissa to come out and live with him and go away and work on yachts um, for the summer, which seems like a good gig if you can get it. I did not see this coming. Took, no? Like completely just did not. I mean, I don't know what I thought he was going to tell her, but I, I, it really took me by surprise. It really took me by surprise. Yeah. Also, what took me more by surprise was the fact that Marissa's like, yeah, I mean... I won't actually be like sailing the boat. I'll just be peeling potatoes, washing dishes. <laughs> to be fair, I would <laughs> I would happily peel potatoes in the Greek islands right now. Like immediately. Where do yeah. I sign up? <laughs> Take me there. <laughs> right now. I thought this was quite nice. I think as well because yeah. there's been so many episodes in the last kind of like five episodes where it's really clear that Marissa doesn't want to go to college right now like it doesn't feel like that's right for her so i thought it was quite a nice move to be like here's a a nice alternative yeah i found again watching these scenes really difficult because it is they are there's such nice moments 
and then yeah obviously what happens happens you know but I feel like they gave Marissa sort of these sort of really nice scenes with all their sort of key relationships before obviously the end <laughs> before you know, the inevitable but, yeah um but yeah it's they have a nice little hug and exchange I love yous and yeah it's just really nice yeah Charlotte's brought up a really good point actually hi um I'm not so creepy Charlotte <laughs> um <laughs> Um, yeah, I was wondering why Marissa needed to fly to Hawaii to catch the boat when they're sailing around the Greek islands. That just seemed like really far away from anywhere. Are they are they actually telling me Jimmy is going to like captain a boat from Hawaii to the Greek islands? That's so far. That's so far. Yeah, she'll be away for more than a year. <laughs> That's wild. Does it not take something like a month or like two months to get across the Atlantic? I suppose she is away for a year. Longer than that. Yeah, you'd think they'd have like met in LA or something and got a connecting flight to like Europe. Flown to the UK. Yeah. <laughs> a, va- a valid point, Charlotte. A valid. Yeah. When eventually we do get to talk to Josh, we'll write it on our list and we'll we'll bring it up for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Charlotte. Then we cut to Volchik, who is losing his shit. Like that's really the only way um, to put it. He gets a visit from Mean Heather. Not to be confused um, with me, Mean Heather. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say now, I'm so annoyed that Mean Heather is to in the scene at the end. Like, I'm so annoyed about it. And it's literally just because she's got the same name as me. I'm livid about it, which is so, like, <laughs> irrational. But I was watching it and the entire time. I was just like, I can't believe Mean Heather's in this. This is so annoying. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Mean Heather. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, she seems to be the only pal that Volchuk's got left and she's bringing him some clothes because he's hiding out in his van um, being super paranoid and he's meant to be heading to Mexico to sort of flee the police or the neighbourhood watch. I mean Heather brings up a really good point here actually she's like why are you trying to get this money we could just go we could go yeah. now and make that money there like what like clearly it's not the money that you're bothered about um yeah and she's the one that kind of really makes it clear that he is staying or wanting to stay to try and, I don't know, persuade Marissa to go with him, to talk with him. I, d- I don't really uh, understand. Yeah, it's it's like, she's like, this, yeah, this chick is like the best thing that's ever happened to you and then you've gone and ruined it, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and then he's just like, I don't need your advice. And yeah, but we get the feeling that he's going to try and see Marissa anyway before he goes yeah it does just seem like a weird jump for him like he's meant to be like a super cool angry surfer Nazi guy and like I don't understand why all of a sudden he's decided to care like Marissa's a babe and I get it but it's it just seems really weird surely he I don't know would like brood about it not act on it strange writing strange writing but we then cut to Seth and Harbour walking into Seth and Harbour. Seth and Ryan walking into Harbour for the last time. And yeah, Seth's just like, This is it, we're never gonna to have to step foot in this stupid school or the stupid student lounge again. Seth has heavy me energy on my last day of school. And he's just like, never gonna to have to see any again, the references to the like shoe peeing. He's like, We're never gonna to have to see any of these shoe peeing <laughs> shall remember that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all oh, these uh, water polo guys that nobody's mentioned in the last like 10 episodes but they're all there yeah like look left like two seasons <laughs> ago or something um but yeah then a guy like 
jump and um, bangs into him and he's like, get out of my way, geek. Like, what are you wearing a dress? And then Seth's like, yeah, like it's a gown. You're wearing one too. And then, yeah, just the usual, some casual homophobia um, from the OC. And oh, yeah, you can see why Seth wants to get away from it. Yeah. So the girls turn up and Marissa kind of takes Ryan aside to talk to him. She talks him through the whole, you know, going on a yacht with her dad to the Greek islands, living her best life. I find it really weird that she's like asking what he thinks. But then I feel like I write off their relationship quite a lot. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I inherently, you know, believe that when you break up with someone, they should be sent to live in a different country so you never have to see them again. Um, So maybe that's why I'm finding it weird. I'm like, why would you be asking your ex-boyfriend's opinion on your life and on your future? But Yeah. But I was like, clearly a bit of a wreck when I was writing these notes because I've written my notes and then under it I've just written I love all the Ryan and Marissa scenes I love them that's all I've written like I I really loved (laughs) I really loved like Ryan and Marissa at the time like I was always rooting for them and then on watching it now I'm like oh yeah that's so problematic and then these scenes I think again just because I know what happens I'm just like I love them they were perfect for each other they should have just like both gone on the yacht together star-crossed lovers <laughs> were they though yeah. Uh. yeah I think it's just it's very believable as teenagers of that age that have been through so much that I like like this is something that I would totally buy into like oh so you were like the first person I met when I came here and I want to like I love all that shit like I could really buy into it <laughs> Heather's like this is not believable why would you drive her at the airport yeah big emo emotional feeler <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> why do you watch this so often surely this is just like emotional self-harm for you yes but I just I just love it so listen to me like a really depressing song you're like oh I just have all the feels <laughs> yeah <laughs> cute um, so yeah, this is where, you know, the fate is put into motion because he is like, I want to take you to the airport. I don't know why Julie yes. wouldn't be taking her to the airport personally. And I don't know why she wouldn't want her mum and her sister to take her to the airport. I don't understand why she wouldn't want Summer to take her to the airport. Why is it just her and Ryan? But he's got a four-seater, a five-seater car. Why couldn't they all have gone? Yeah, I mean, when you think of how often they all just used to kick up to another school and stuff like surely they'd all go to the airport for an emotional goodbye hmm. yeah. well it wouldn't have played out that way if they'd all went so we should probably just stick stick to the storyline yeah stick yeah. to the story anyway um he's going to take her to the airport because you were the first person i met here and i'd like to be the last person to say goodbye if that's not ominous yes. i don't know what is and then she's like oh i was going to ask you the same thing cute mm. i guess it is kind of cute it's cute i guess it's kind of cute. cute yeah sure um yeah my notes are becoming more and more unhinged i cannot deal <laughs> so so <Jeez>. nostalgic <laughs> someone did put in the i saw in the the questions what was like more distressing the or like what made you cry more the graduation scene or the the final scene and pff, it's a tough call like i this really got me i was it's a valid question yeah. a valid question uh, the graduation scene was lovely like it's super yeah. emotional i loved my gra- i didn't gra- like in the uk we don't graduate from school that's that's a very american american thing although i've noticed loads of like my friends i kids. did i graduated from school i did the taylor s speech and it's like everyone are you kidding prom. me Woo. no oh no. jane this is probably why i was like so nostalgic <laughs> <laughs> no, over I it still don't do that. But then i suppose i left yeah. early so 
maybe they did yeah, and I just wasn't there well maybe yeah they, it's yeah it's sort of rubbish if I actually saw someone have a rant about this on Facebook recently like their kid was like leaving school in fifth year which is like what I did yeah Scotland you do like six years at high school um so they were leaving in fifth year and because she was a fifth year like she wasn't getting a lever I think they have like lever ceremonies she wasn't getting that and yeah that's that sucks Heather you were deprived of just because you were smart enough to go to uni earlier no I was literally leaving like see you later losers <laughs> like yeah I was running out of that door so I was fine with it don't don't worry <laughs> um but yeah this um, was super emotion it's weird because like I have no emotional attachment to this experience other than like at uni um which obviously you're a bit older but yeah it's uh it's it's really lovely like it's really like emotion Tom's put a little question in the notes asking is seventh and eighth grade part of high school over there I still even I still don't really understand the despite watching like so much American TV my whole life like we basically go to school like age five primary school yeah and we're there like for seven years so like until you're like 12 and then you go to secondary school or high school from first year to sixth year so you're like 12 to your 18 or some people leave in fifth year so like primary school is like p1 to p7 and then you go to secondary school and that's s1 to s6 yeah yeah jill's made a good point that we don't have junior high here like i always forget although that's only in scotland though it's different scotland to england because loads of my pals were like oh "Oh, when i went to college and i was like what what What? uk education middle school in england um but yeah oh it's like such a bloody lover oc montage as you know so it's like just such a cute montage and it's like speeding cars by imogen heap and oh it's just lovely it's just really cute and heather actually got me some really cute um oc like stickers for my birthday um and they were one of them's like the four of them at graduation and it's it's very cute it's it was thanks heather do you know i saw that and i was like i've not even seen that episode and i know i know i was like hell this is you've totally like spoiled it for yourself (laughs) (laughs) they graduate who would have thought they graduate oh my god (laughs) but yeah of course um our taylor's valedictorian and yeah she gives like her um, big speech what did you make of her speech i only caught taylor, little bits um, taylor, of it heather <laughs> taylor. taylor what did you make of taylor's speech heather i really liked it there was like little bits that i was like oh this is quite like nice so like the kind of key phrases that i caught where i hope the memory of our friendship will last and um, will be everlasting and I was like, oh, that's that's cute. And then you're kind of mixing that up with like the proud parents and proud pals. Oh, and- it's really cute. Like Sandy's big whoopee doesn't quite do yeah. the rap. But so yeah, cute. it's just, it's lovely. And Dawn just looks, oh God. I also oh. love, I love friends being proud of each other. Like nothing yes, fills yes. me with more joy than friends showering excited pride on each other. And I just, yeah, this was lovely god maybe um, I've, I've written mine's my notes have got pretty unhinged here actually super emotional <laughs> very proud julie yes julie <laughs> um, yeah. and then the other line that i caught from taylor was like don't let the bastards get you down <laughs> words to live by um more yeah. photo montage which is cute and then they're all at dinner all out for a nice dinner afterwards yeah although another side note i did love um veronica in the front row like mouthing every word of like taylor's speech and then obviously she goes off script with the um, don't let the bastards get you down so i felt that was a good wee kick to her moth veronica um, at the end (laughs) what an awful woman yeah and did she see that she's obviously she's got a new man that's like a total downgrade on dr roberts no i just like sitting next to this 
old grey-haired guy. Yeah. Anyway, they're at dinner. Yep. And Sandy's obviously given a really big emotional, cute Sandy speech. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. I got more emotional about this. This was Sandy's speech really got to me. Sandy is just great. Like bloody brilliant. He yeah. is my favourite character in the whole show. He's he's just great. And just life generally. Oh, I know. And so, all the shows. So thrilled to share this like I speak on behalf of the parents and we're thrilled to share this touchstone with you. Touchstone's weird weird word, right? Milestone? Yeah, I thought like milestone maybe. Is it weird? Is it an American thing? Um, there's been tragedy and comedy, first loves, broken hearts, family members lost and found. We're all family here. So cheers. I was like, oh, yeah, it was. Can you write a speech to that man, can't you? Tom has just pulled us up on a very important fact. Is Sandy a better character than Julie Cooper? I mean, no, it's Julie Cooper. Like, that goes without saying. Julie Cooper is a goddess among men. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I feel this feels like something that you would like put at a school debating competition. Like <laughs> Santa Cone is a better character than Julie Cooper. Debate. Maybe we should just do like a special bonus episode just on that. Who's a better character, yeah. Sandy Cohen or Julie Cooper? Discuss. Uh, Maybe that's something we can do when the series finishes. A little bonus episode. Yeah. And there's also someone's made the point that they're at the yacht club and have the place of themselves, but they're still eating buffy style, although. We love a buffet and buffets are now, thanks to COVID, probably things of the past. So yeah, wouldn't be complaining, but do do take your, your point. But um, summer's looking pretty sad as, again, they've sort of ran this through the whole thing that how the importance she's put on this year and how obviously they're looking forward to moving forward. But she very much wants the gang all to be together. And at this stage, Seth still doesn't know if he's getting into Rhode Island yeah school yeah. design yeah some real naive optimism whatever happens we'll make it work i remember being 18 and thinking me and my boyfriend were gonna make it work too seth that's cute that's cute for you your boyfriend just your pals from school <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're gonna be friends forever some people do some people yeah do. yeah still have some friends from school but yeah oh my god that's a really important point I meant to mention this earlier. We need to do a really important shout out to Amy, who's on the call. Oh, yes. Who is in China right now. Actual Hi, China. Hi. Wow. It's what, 3am in China right now? Jeez. Later thereabouts. Hi. Hi. It's 3.23am right now. Oh my God. God. <laughs> Ever since uh, COVID, we can't leave. If we leave, we can't come back in. So, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Um, so have you not been yeah. home this entire time? No, last time I went home, I went home for a week for Christmas uh, in 2019. So right before everything started, oh, I went wow. home. That yeah, sucks. <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah, I feel like that's why, like, this podcast the past year like just hearing Scottish accents and like the OC is my favorite tv show it's been like so nice <laughs> so oh, yeah that's so nice to hear right we'll hurry I feel up we should speed up to get you at your bed I know God. Oh, you're good you're good <laughs> everyone's awake tonight anyway it's the football oh, oh amazing I'm so impressed 
I don't yeah. stay up past 10 p.m. like for anyone. So thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, where are we? What's next? Marissa now wants to talk to Julie to obviously tell her about the proposition as if. Well, you know, you could probably, Marissa probably thinks maybe Julie doesn't know because, I mean, the last sort of contact her mum and dad had, they left her at the altar essentially. So you can understand why she thought they might not have had the conversation about it. Um, but so she tells Julie the news and she's like, I'll miss you, but I think it could be good for you. And then it turns out that Caitlin knew as well. And that's why she's back to basically look after Julie and obviously just to give us another character for season four because <laughs> one of the big ones is Oskies, so and then she yeah. gives her this gift uh, which is like a pearl necklace um so if you're attacked by pirates you can trade it yeah sure um, <laughs> okay and then um speaking of gifts ryan gets an absolute belter um don has got ryan a car and this is just lovely as well it's just like such a nice genuine lovely oh, i just love this don ryan stuff but yeah he's totally shocked and it turns out that our boyfriend had some connections and had helped her helped her like refurb it and do it up um and yeah it's just really sweet he's now got his own little bitch mobile, his little so. bitch mobile. i love the fact that you like <laughs> yeah. that i just like that it had a bow on it and I was like, oh, it's cute. It's got a bow on it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, it is. I also love how excited he is. Like, considering he is around, yeah. like, super rich, super wealthy people with, like, sports cars and big fancy Land Rovers. And he is so pumped about this, like, banged up Toyota. And I love it. It's so pure. It's so lovely. It made my heart very warm. Very warm indeed. Yeah. I just love when Benjamin McKenzie shows any form of emotion that isn't rage. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's nice. <laughs> it suits him. It's like, it's really handsome when he's he's laughing. He is. He is. Yeah. Cut back to Seth and Summer doing like a weird hand clappy thingy thing. Mm, I know. Don't know why, but they are. Um, and then Taylor like appears because apparently there's only one restaurant in Newport. Um, to tell them that she's away. She's away for the summer. Um, and then she's like oh thanks for like this year like it's been great to like kind of be on the peripheries of the the circle oh. and it's seth that's like you're in the inner circle and then she gets really overexcited and she's like oh, the fab five and it's like be yes, cute mega cute <laughs> but no it's really nice it's really mega cute. cute it's mega cute and then we've got Marissa gets a phone call and it's groveling volchik um and she's he's like i want to see you one more time and she's like well I think she's like, again, this also reminded me of like Home Alone. It was quite Home Alone-esque. And she's like, I don't want to see you ever again in my whole entire life. Like just very petulant <laughs> <laughs> kid. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Home Alone is an amazing film. I know it's Home like Home Alone's my favourite film. No, but it's we should like definitely my favorite watch film, Home Alone. Like. <laughs> so out of season. <laughs> so basically... Oh, he's just such a dick. He's like, I oh, want to see you yeah. one last time. If if you don't see me, I'm going to make life hard for your ex-boyfriend. What? At what point um, did Marissa just be like, I don't fucking care. I'm going to be in Hawaii tomorrow. Do yeah. one. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, oh, well, you should ask your, your little boyfriend about the car they stole. Then she, Marissa goes to see Ryan and she sees his new car and she's like, whoa, this is amazing. Where did you get this? Did you steal it? <laughs> um, and then basically... Volchik wants money um, and Marissa wants to help Ryan and Ryan's like oh you don't need to um, 
help me out. And then Marissa's like, I brought Vilcek into my life. It's only fair I help get rid of him. Um, and they're like, come on, we're in this together. And For she one takes his hand. Time. Um, one last time. Like yeah. the Ariana Grande song. I thought you were going to sing there. You're not, are you? No. <laughs> no, I get shy in front of other people. It's fine when it's just us two and I forget other people will listen to it. But when everyone's watching, I get shy. So let's not do what you like. <laughs> I know, right? We then cut to Dawn saying her goodbyes to everyone. That big yellow taxi is back for her. Taking her taking her away. But Ryan was driving her home. How far is Abba? He had to fly there, didn't he? So maybe he's going to why yeah, can't he take right he's taking marissa but to the airport but he's not taking but his he own said, did he not say that when someone correct me if i'm wrong but when he got the car he was like she was like oh you can drive me home no Weird. did i make that up who knows also would who you knows? not be livid if you were like why am i getting a fucking taxi drive me yourself mm, yeah no, just me who knows but this is quite nice yeah. isn't it he's like this isn't goodbye this is just to see you soon and i like that that's I yeah, hate, I that's hate cute. saying goodbye to people. Like it makes me like super anxious. Like I don't, I don't like saying goodbye, especially in those moments where you're like, I literally don't know when I want to see you again. So I would always opt for a see you I soon. Hate goodbye. See you later. Yeah. I mean, don't make it like emotional. I just, I don't <laughs> like it. It makes me sad. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so then Steph and Ryan are sort of talking about it and she's like, oh, thanks for the car. And Steph's like, what? You've got a car? Um, and he's like, I've been waiting three years for a car and I'm supposed to be the spoiled one. It's like, shut up, Seth. But yeah. <laughs> Seth, you will always be the spoiled one, don't you? Worry spoiled about one. Um, all about you. Um, but yeah, then Caitlin is redecorating Marissa's room for herself. She's like a lot of younger siblings do. I love is that, that song. Something? This song that they're playing, Khalees Bossy. Absolute banging Oh, track. yeah. It's on my running yeah. playlist love it it is such a good song so good it's also like such a good sync as well like the whole vibe of it is really really good but yeah julie comes in for a chat with her and caitlin's just a bit like oh it's pretty cool that you're letting her go and julie's like oh it's pretty cool that you came back so she can leave and she's like well i don't love marissa that much just all the older kids they just see me as marissa's little sister and they've graduated so now i can rule harbour and julie's just like oh here we go It's. I love it because like Julie clocked straight away that Caitlin wasn't there just to see Marissa. She knew she was there for a reason. And then yeah. in this moment as well, she was just like, I know something's up. And when she heard the answer, yeah, she eye-rolled. But I think inside, and I'm totally just like projecting this onto her, but I think inside she was like, there's my girl. There she is. Yeah, but Caitlin's like totally that. I don't know... <laughs> Maybe, but like she, Caitlin is the the cousin that goes to see our grandparents when they're they're looking for money. Basically, they're looking for a wee bump, and it's like, oh, oh, oh what you doing here? Oh, nothing, just dropped in. Like, oh, they're just for clearly a looking for a wee, a wee bump for that. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. Jill's laughing. She's one of those. She's one of those. <laughs> when she goes to her grands, she's like, oh, do you want to do something? I'm like, do you get a wee bump for for Marjorie? She's like, mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, God bless Marjorie. <laughs> okay Ryan is picking up Marissa in his new car and it's very much the vibe of like let's get this out of the way let's get Voltec kicked to the curb so we can go on and live our wonderful 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 lives we will have nothing left to worry about and this is where she gives him the necklace to pay off Voltec I mean it's a really really ugly necklace I don't blame her for for she wouldn't wear it like definitely like that's something maybe Veronica would get Taylor but when have you ever seen Marissa wearing a 
string of pearls <laughs> exactly and julie did say they're for bartering with pirates so i liked it when yeah. marissa was like this is kind of the same thing yeah. he's not a pirate he's a nazi oh, he's a surf <laughs> nazi my bad i don't understand and i don't want to like lay it on too thick because we talk about it all the time but i don't understand why oh why they haven't told an adult like at what point because it's the oc maybe like i always think i'm like you know pretty self-sufficient and pretty like oh i can deal with stuff on my own like three episodes i would have been like mom help i don't know what to do (laughs) like (laughs) it's just wild yeah we then cut to sandy dropping by his old office and he is telling the guy in his office that working there was like the best days of his life um feeling pretty nostalgic but he's actually come to talk to the da somebody made a point about the actor that plays the charlotte it was you was it charlotte charlotte who did you say he was again does he does he play a teacher in twilight he's the chemistry teacher ah okay do you think awesome the, yeah, they- like the casting directors for twilight just watched the oc and were like we'll take that one we'll take that one We'll take that one. Yeah. Or do you think if you put the OC in your like resume, it makes you, I don't know. <laughs> appealing to like, Twilight. Twilight or like, oh, like this, yeah, the Twilight. Do you think Misha Barton was like him? devastated that she didn't get hired in Twilight since literally everybody else did? Oh, she'd have been a like beautiful sparkly vampire, wouldn't she? She would have been a beautiful sparkly vampire. I could actually imagine her in the role that Teresa's vampire yeah, totally. alternative. Maybe hmm. she was too tall. Sparkly vampires can't be tall. That's the rules. Maybe. And we head over to Seth, who's reading in his room. Um, Kirsten comes in to kind of be like, I know you set fire to the office. And she's kind of like (laughs) implying quite heavily that she's like, I'm quite glad. Like, she does outrightly say, I think it's the best thing that happened. But it's almost like, oh, I get it. It was an accident. Wink. Wink, wink. Was it? Like, I don't know. Like, I really wanted to be like, Kirsten, it was actually an accident. He didn't mean to set fire to it. Like, Mm. come on. She also tells Seth that the letter from the Rhode Island School of Design. Sorry, I always write this down as R-I-S-D and then I'm always really impressed that I remember exactly what the acronym stands for. So that's why I'm always like, and then? (laughs) I've not even... I've said just just like, like, in college. Like, that's (laughs) Let's head over to Ryan, who's pawned the pearls uh, and is giving the money to Volchek. And Volchek's still trying to be like, oh, you know, let's, you know, like, be weird and, like, aggy. And Ryan is just like, nah, man, like, this is done. We are done. I'm I'm so done with this. And there's almost like a kind of moment of calm, isn't there, where he's like, yeah. And then Marissa turns up and that seems to be the thing that just like makes him snap. Like he just totally catalyst, isn't it? Absolutely berserk. And it's like seeing her just turns him into I don't want to say someone different because like he's not been a great guy thus far. No. Other than being smoking hot, he's not been a great guy thus far. And know, yeah. you've actually not even mentioned how hot he is for a while, which shows just how much of a dick he's been that Do you know, see after yeah. Trey and see after Oliver. I'm honestly scared to pass any comment on how hot some of the characters are in case something really bad happens. So, Volchek has just proved that even more. Like, do I just have terrible taste in men? Don't answer oh. that. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, he t- she turns up and he, like, starts slamming the side of the car, just being like, like, 
I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And Ryan just gets in and they drive off, but he probably like is like smacking at the windows. Like it's quite scary, actually. Yeah, it is. It's really aggressive. And then we go back to so Marissa's packing up her things and her and Julie just have this this is again another one of these sort of moments that have been set up with Marissa and sort of one of the key relationships and probably one of the most turbulent um, relationships in her life when Julie comes to say her goodbyes and she's just sort of like everything that I ever did good bad or otherwise I did it for you but it's kind of like mm, shagging your ex-boyfriend that was a bit of a weird one I don't know what Marissa got out of that but <laughs> anyway but yeah she's like so you could have a better life and I know I wasn't perfect um, and I mean the thing with Luke and trying to frame Ryan for attempted homicide and then Marissa's like oh mom, it's cool you're like what yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, it's it's nice um, and they just sort of exchange their I love yous and Marissa sort of says like, you know, the strength it takes to start over, to go out on your own. That's come from being Julie Cooper's daughter. And Julie's just like, I'm spirited, aren't I? And oh yeah, it's you just, are, it's Julie. mega cute. You are. Yeah, she is. We love you. <laughs> Julie for president. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> then this next scene. This party comes out of nowhere. Nobody has mentioned this party ever before now. But apparently they're all going to a party. They don't know where it is, but they're all kind of like, why are we going to this party? Like, we go to these parties and don't hang out with anybody other than each other. Which, if you think about it, why do any of us go to parties when we just go there and hang out with our friends? Do you know, I've not been to one in so long. That What's a party? I know. Soon, so soon. We have our first wedding to go to in the end of August. And I honestly, I might pee myself. I'm so excited. Like, can't wait. That sounds. I went to like an outside, well, an outside party, a gathering in like Queen's Park, which is in the south side of Glasgow last weekend for my friend's 30th. And it was actually amazing. It was like such a chill. There was like a bandstand in the park and a band had set up um, and they were just playing like really cool sort of like jazz music all day really inoffensive there was lots of like families with kids and it was just like seeing people who I basically hadn't seen in well over a year and it was just so nice just yeah up for more of that I'm gonna cry at that more than anything else I have seen this episode it was amazing seeing people seeing pals what it does sometimes hit me in the weirdest of moments I'm like what a fucking insane year and a half like it really has been insane Anyway, yeah. let's not dwell on it. Onwards, upwards, <laughs> get vaccines. Great. <laughs> They've decided they're not going to go to the party, that Marissa has a plan and uh, Summer needs to follow them in their car. At no point does she say, go and get your swimming costume. I'm putting it out there. No point. They, but, sh- they yeah. maybe just always have them on, like under their clothes, if you live in that climate and everyone has pools, like at any moment, just to jump in the pool. Just like you don't have your mask in your bag, you've just got your swimming costume, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy has turned up with flowers, which tends to mean that he's done something bad, mm-hmm. but it turns out he's not. He's done something really good. Everything started with the police. Everything started with the whole Seth setting fire to everything uh, yep. situation. And Sandy wants to go back White to the privilege. DA's office. I know. Can you imagine? Um, Sandy wants to go back to the DA's office. He's done with the Newport group. He's done with that whole vibe. Like, he's just over it. And, like, this this scene it made me so emotional. <laughs> 
The adult storylines in this are the thing that like really do it for me. I love, I love seeing the adults. Maybe it's because I'm an adult. Maybe that's because I'm watching it as an adult rather than as a teenager. But like their reconciliation, I was just like, yes, like this is how you guys should be. Like you're such a good couple. Okay, you definitely need to like work in communication, probably need to go to some therapy. But on the whole, you guys are just so great together. And I was so happy when... They had a good old snog and we're getting it on. Good on you guys. Go get some. Yep. And then we have the core four pulling up outside the model home. Ryan sort of comments it looks like Marissa's old place, um, but it's up for sale and it's empty. And they just all go in and have a great time jumping in the pool. Um, And they're just sort of being nostalgic for things past and then summer sort of ponders like do you guys ever wonder what would happen if what would have happened or what life would be like if atwood had never came here um and then they all sort of never calls him atwood never calls him why is she randomly starting calling him by her by surname now does my head but we know they all like the shit nicknames um so yeah she's like oh that would never came yeah but seth just gets roasted doesn't he Summer's like, yeah. Marissa's like, I definitely would never have talked to Seth. And Summer's like, yep, me neither. Um, <laughs> and this is where Summer confesses. She's like, I can't believe I was interested in Atwood. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's quite nice. Like, it's just like quite warm and warm and fuzzies. All the warm and fuzzies. I did make a note of some really good continuity. Remember Marissa's mm-hmm. back tattoo that she got with Alex? Yeah. Still there, she not have baby. It? Is it still, still there? there. Mm-hmm. Wowza. Mm-hmm. It probably is just Misha Barton's actual tattoo. Misha Barton's tattoo. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. But I saw it and was like, oh, thank God. Somebody's on it. Yeah. It's only taking you three series, guys. Jeez. Yeah. And they also go back to, again, well, Ryan's like to Summer, oh, you actually, it was you that invited me to Holly's um, beach house. And then it's like, oh, yeah, what happened to Holly? Where's she? Like, and all of this. Didn't see her getting called out. She never graduated. No. Um, I also did really like it when like Seth just turned around and was like, you told me she invited me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when things like that come up. And it's normally like with like family that like somebody will have told you something as a kid and then like jokingly as an adult, they'll be like, oh no, that's not what happened. And you're like inside like dumbfounded, but outside uh. you're like, <laughs> what? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Funny. Good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. But um, yeah, again, it's it's a very cute scene with all their sort of reminiscing. It's um, it's so reminis- reminiscent of the first time they're at the model home because they're like eating fries and they've got like their soda cartons and stuff. It's like it's really cute. And Marissa has to be the sensible one that's like, I think it's time to go. Like I need to go. And her and Summer have this really like beautiful and like lovely goodbye where they're like, I can't believe I'm saying goodbye to you. I love you. You're my best friend forever. Um, and then they kind of like do some like sad waves as they go. It's really, it's just so, it's so emotional. Yeah, it's lovely. I found this really weird. I don't know. Obviously, it's a TV show. It's not real life. In real life, you very rarely get the opportunity to say goodbye to people before they die. <laughs> like, and it's really yeah. like in a way, it's really lovely because it feels like a really rounded experience in this TV show that every single character has had that moment with Marissa to say goodbye or air their grievances yeah. or you know have that moment, and it's lovely. But I'm also just like, man, 
real real life and telly are not the same and yeah, it really, like, really, really hit me not. like it really hit me when summer and um marissa were saying goodbye i was like oh man <laughs> that's lovely that you get that moment. yeah but always say to your loved ones that you love them guys it's really important yeah god that got real morbid real quick yeah <laughs> um this is all downhill summer. from here <laughs> oh god get the tissues lads tissues at the at the ready um, Marissa says goodbye to Summer and then she kind of goes off into the one of the rooms in the model home um, they don't lock their doors clearly um, mm-hmm. and she's there kind of having a bit of a cry and this is where her and Ryan have this really lovely chat and they're like did you ever think we'd like end up together like the first time we were here and he says this really weird thing he's like are you saying it's over you, um, you never know right and I was like that's a weird thing to say to your ex-girlfriend it's not over. They're made for each other. It would have happened if it wasn't for Volchek. If it wasn't for Volchek and Oliver and Johnny and Teresa and Lindsay. <laughs> and the fact that they're not really remotely compatible. But anyway. Exactly. They're not. I don't want to ruin the moment. Okay. It's a nice moment. And she apologises. She's like, I'm sorry for all the craziness. Um, and that that's where he's like, I wouldn't have done it any differently. <laughs> Except. Maybe for Oliver. I don't want to harp on. The Oliver storyline. Heather's going to mention Tom Tom Jones. The Tom Jones scene (laughs) and the Oliver thing was a classic. The Oliver storyline's amazing and hilarious, and I'm glad it was in the show. It's do you know what it's the equivalent of having like the Oliver Tom Jones scene was basically like Heather on the podcast aired yesterday when she started with all this mental Robin Hood chat. What the fuck are you talking about? Maybe this is where I make a formal apology. I was so tired. Are you drunk? Like, what's going on? felt like I was drunk I was so tired and it was only when we finished recording I was like was that okay and you just looked at me and you were like I can find what you want when edit it oh man right let's see if we can get through all the rest for one of and one for yeah it is for the free musketeer Charlotte said Jill said that to me as well she's like um, oh that's a free musketeers um <laughs> reference not a Robin Hood one and it's like it's just not a reference that I want to hear on this podcast so <laughs> I was very tired. Uh. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, it's fine. We're all here. We're all <laughs> it's fine. Last episode was very chaotic energy, but we move. It we was move. fun. It was so fun. Um, but yeah, Ryan and Marissa get into his new whip and drive off to the airport. And then, yeah, I just, I know what you mean. I hate that they've just sort of dragged me and Heather in. Um, I think it would have been better if Volchik just sort of gone like Tonto on his own. Like, why is he? Why is she being dragged well. along? Yeah, much more believable. Um, but they end up following them. He is clearly drunk, drunk. He's he's on his yeah. way to being drunk, drunk. And she she's like, maybe I should drive. And he's like, no. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's so weird. He's like, no, losing his shit, and like screeches off uh, after them. So this was the point. This was the point where I was like. I know, I know what's happening at the end. This must be where, like, it's this is this is it. This it's happening, and I got really anxious, like, really, really anxious watching it because I, I've not, I don't remember this part. The only bit I remember is when Ryan's like over her. That's the bit I remember from my youth, and honestly, it was literally just like, oh my god, oh my god, it's happening. No, it's happening. Does everyone else I get think that, or is it just me? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think as well, 
I can remember, you know, they say when <laughs> traumatic experiences, you, you block them out. Like I knew that obviously it involved a car, but in my head, I was like, is she with Falchuk? Like how, I, you know, that way. And then obviously when I watched it again, it all just sort of like clicked. But, and I was like, how, I know where this is going. I know the end scene, but I couldn't remember quite how the situation um, all came together. And I mean, I have watched it like, various times over the years um but yeah and again i'm just like oh no maybe they're just going she is going to sail off into the sunset oh, yeah awful no. but before we get there um we should go back to the cohen house where yes. seth brings summer and over and he's got a gift for her yeah this massive empty box and it's obviously empty it's empty but let me say it one more time. Seth has got into the Rhode Island School of Design. What's and the school called, Jane? One more time. One more time. Come on. The Rhode Island School of Design. Say it loud. Say it right. Maybe I could be like an ambassador for them or something. <laughs> if you want to sponsor our podcast. Huh? <laughs> Can you imagine that? How weird would that be? Just get an email yeah, from them. Favorite. To be fair, so there's a there's a bagel company that's opened up in Glasgow. I'm probably going to post about it from the OC oh. social in the foreseeable future. But they've opened up and honestly, I was like, would it be too weird if I was like, hey, could you sponsor our podcast so I can get some of your bagels for free? Because they're un-fucking-believable. Yeah. If you're in Glasgow, I've you not would like me to send you a link. Slide into the DMs and I'll send you it because it's unbelievable. What's the, what's the name of it? I can't give them free advertisement, Jane. We right, need to okay, pay for that. I feel like I give spot. everything free advertisement. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> anyway, focus. Focus, guys. Come on, let's go. We're just trying to detract from the, the inevitable. The <laughs> um, so yeah, he's got in and the, he doesn't start in September. He starts in January. So they've got like six months apart or whatever. But they're like, it's okay because there's Thanksgiving. There's Chris- Christmas. It's going to be fine. And Summer says... Everything has happened the way it's supposed to, which in any TV series should fill you with dread and fear. Because you know Aww. after that, nothing good's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's really not. Are you ready for this? Are you go? Are you going to be okay? I think so. I've not heard the football score yet either, so I'm just like... Look, we need an yeah. update. No, I don't know if we do. Let's just deal with one. Oh, um, no, no. Okay, thank God. Is that half time? It must be over half time now. Right, okay, that's... Yeah. By the way, Jill also made this. Fiona, when I went through, made this point to me. Like, have you explained your for like people that are not um, Scottish that you're wearing Scotland tops and they don't think you just wear weird outfit and like oh my t-shirts God. as a fashion we're statement? Yeah, we're like our Scotland tops. Um, I actually like it's fine for you <laughs> in Glasgow. I'm in England. Like, oh gosh, don't tell anyone. We walked to the shops um, earlier and Ali had his top on, and I was like, "Can you please put a jumper on?" <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't think it's quite the same as like walking through Govan in a Celtic top or walking through Park oh, yeah, and the Rangers, which are like two rival teams in Glasgow where you would get an absolute <sighs> doing if you walk through those areas and the other team's top. <laughs> Nina's made, um, Nina and Amy have made valid points. Amy was like, I literally used to live next, um, next to Wembley. <laughs> oh. That must have sucked. Nina's like, at least you're not in Leicester Square. A valid, valid point. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine how nuts it was down there and all the stuff that's been on social media. Like the weirdest one was the Scottish, the Scotland fans putting fairy liquid in the Shakespeare oh, that's a fountain, thing. and they're yeah, all just yeah, swimming they do that in it. Every time. Yeah, yeah. What? My favorite of the moment is a uh, no Scotland, no party. 
such a good cheer <laughs> such a good chant that's the, probably the only um, chant I'm down for and um, Nina Nisbet's Scott Girl Summer <gasps> oh, which I think yes yeah, it's good FM, we'll share all this later sorry we're taking up OC time we're trying to distract from the inevitable I know there's, um, <laughs> there's an artist called Nina Nesbitt who um, does these really amazing videos um, you should follow go and have a look like she does some of them are really funny she's really funny one is like one of them my favourite one I might share it at a later date actually but it's called like um that drunk girl in the toilet or like your drunk auntie or something like that and the whole the lyrics to the song are like um nobody cares about you more than you care about yourself you know those moments in life where you just needed you just needed someone to tell you that i I actually have it (laughs) saved for those days it's very good very inspirational right buckle up jane we're going in so we've got ryan and melissa driving um, and they're just having a bit of chat, like, oh, are you ready for all this? She's like, I don't know. And then Marissa's asking Ryan, how do you feel about moving away and leaving the Coens? And he's just like, I'm terrified. And she's like, me too. But they're like, we'll keep in touch. We'll support each other through it. Yeah. And then we get a nice shot of um, you're now leaving Orange County. <laughs> right. Behind yeah. them comes loads of tooting and lights flashing and it all gets quite stressy quite quickly. Um, and Ryan's like, oh, it's this guy who's been following me. Go ahead, just pass, on you go. And they r- just ram rams the car, rams the car from behind. And um, Ryan tries to like speed up to avoid this situation. Now, if you've seen Jeepers Creepers, you know that speeding up is not what you should do. I mean, to be fair, in Jeepers Creepers, you're going to get eaten anyway. But if horror movies <laughs> have taught me anything, speeding up is not what you need to do yeah so basically they quickly realize that it's a full chick that's um trying to drive them off the road and he's like oh i want to finish this and he basically yeah it's sorry i'm totally like struggling <laughs> well, to put this <laughs> it's really fast yeah. paced like the entire scene is like yeah. really disorientating like it feels quite true to life what being in that situation would be yeah. like and you can even see like mean heather is like shitting it and she's like pull over yeah, what she's doing t- um marissa's trying to say to ryan pull over and ryan's like where there's nowhere to pull over like yeah, it's they're... just super super stressful like it's stressful to watch like it's really well shot it's really well yeah. like edited like it's you feel stressed watching it and then there's like a sharp turn isn't there and ryan basically like can't pull over and um, Vulture pushes them off the road and then there's just this like flipping of the car and they go down a hill and they land upside down and, and it's so bad as well i'm like oh poor don saved up all that money and that car's trashed on it's like first first journey and then obviously i've got like marissa casualty i'd feel the fire um i love that, yeah, that actually don savings have gone to waste <laughs> sure uh, well i already knew it actually happened so this was just like a secondary it's thought second but yeah watching. oh yeah no it's just it's it's uh, it's really traumatic. Like it's really traumatic to um it's really traumatic to watch. Um yeah. Ryan wakes up. I don't really understand how he's so okay, similar to when he fought Volchek. Like maybe so, he's got yeah, like, Ryan's superpowers. Like, superpowers. Total superpowers. Was he wearing a seatbelt? You don't see him take a seatbelt off. He just yeah, he's basically just kind of like gets up and is like, Oh, yeah. No airbags either. The airbags haven't popped. Don's boyfriend's pal wasn't that great at all the safety measures, eh? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah. Do you want me to do Ryan this? Ryan manages to get himself, 
I'll do the first few bits. Okay. So he manages to get himself out. Oh, Tom's also made the point that it's an older car, so it probably wouldn't have had your bags, which is a, a, valid, a valid point. point. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. That's good. There's all these things I was about to be like, maybe we could go off in a down a rabbit hole of like, what would have happened if there'd been your bags in the car? Um, what would have happened yeah. if they'd been in Sandy and Kirsten's Land Rover rather than mine? Don't. What, the little bitch would be all like, bitch would be all, yeah. different. It could have been different. But yeah, Ryan moves and he sees that Marissa sort of landed and he notices a gas leak, doesn't he? And he manages to drag Marissa. So he gets himself out. He manages yeah. to drag Marissa out of the car. And well, there's then, a little fire yeah, the as car, well. There's a little fire yeah. on top. There's a little bit of car and then the car just totally like blows up and it is like a really yeah it's quite a powerful visual isn't it yeah um, with the car and he's this is what you this probably took you right back to that party heather yeah this is the bit i remember because like in this party bearing in mind it was like 15 year olds having a party we're all like drinking the car debris or it's like Woo-hoo! and then all of a sudden like everything just went like really quiet and everybody was watching tv and this this is what they were watching this moment <sighs> yeah and as soon as soon as you hear hallelujah you just know it's game over don't you mm. Um, then there's those flashbacks to oh, season one yeah. and him carrying her when she was dropped home unconscious and yeah it's just uh, it's pretty pretty t- it's, a, it's a tough watch especially this next bit where he kind of puts her down and she, does she say I'm sorry is that the first thing she says I couldn't quite hear I think she just asked them to to stay yeah or does she apologise before then? I don't, um, she says she something just... and then he's like, I need to go and get help. And that's when she's like, no, 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 stay, please um, don't leave. And it's just, it's yeah. really awful because he's very much doing that, like, hold on, it's going to be okay. And like, you can really, I mean, Ben McKenzie, yes. <sighs> we give him a tough time, but he's a he is a good actor. Yeah. Like, he, you can tell, like, you can sense the... The desperation in his voice. You can sense the desperation in his face. Like, if him saying this enough will make it okay. Yeah. And then, oh God, you've just got like the flashbacks as well. And then you've got Ryan, like, leaving Newport um, at the end of season one. And it's, yeah, you've just obviously, she was there to say goodbye to him then. And yeah, here's here now. And it's just fucking horrendous. Yeah. awful it's so it's so it's so sad uh look yeah. makes a really good point about the music actually because um it's like an, a, a cover of um jeff buckley's hallelujah hallelujah yes yeah, imogen heap again so yeah, yeah but it's almost like, like um it's almost like ambient it's almost just like ambient sounds along with yeah. like the occasional lyrics like it's just it's really it's really beautifully done um i would really like to know and like I probably would have to ask like Misha Barton or Ben this question: How many times did they have to film that? Because surely like the first time wow. is going to be super emotional, and then by like the fifth take, you're going to be like, "Fuck's sake, Misha, just stop breathing for thirty seconds so we can get this shot." Like I always wonder that in scenes like this, like how difficult I think, it like, must be. By that, we'll we'll get onto this when we finish up. I think by the end of it, they all weren't very fond of each other, and I think Misha was just ready to be like. Yeah, I think Jonathan's just put in the chat and you're, yeah, we'll talk about this when we get to the end. But again, in great time for this podcast, Misha Barton has only recently been interviewed and sort of revealed like lots of stuff about why she left and how she wanted the end, what her ending to be. And she said that she did want like loads of blood on her and for the scene to be like 
really super dramatic and for it to be, yeah, she just really wanted to be that like sort of tragic hero, you know, but... Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty fucking tragic. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know how you'd make it more tragic, babe. <laughs> like, it's pretty sad. Yeah. But I guess this, yeah, she. So I think she spoke to like E um, magazine, and we can send a link or whatever. But yeah, only recently someone like reached out because I guess it's the sort of fifteenth anniversary of the death of Marissa and sort of reached out because she was quite cagey um, after it as to why she left and didn't really say much um, but she's apparently came out and said a lot about yeah I think it was just really overwhelming for such a young actress to be I mean obviously season one was so long and apparently like a huge part of it was that Rachel Bilson was not intended to be a character long term but then when they brought her in it sort of affected the pay of the yeah, other characters the I think that was a sort well, of, I imagine. yeah I think that was like a bone of contention um throughout and then this apparently she was sort of given the option of she was, was her sort of decision to leave but the option of sailing into the sunset on a Greek yacht or having this death and it is I think like the writer of the article sort of said it's one of those things like oh I remember where I was when I watched your character's death and yeah it's it's true like, it's, a bit, yeah, it's a big it's, tv moment it's like, really it's iconic yeah moment. to be fair that's probably why she is still so memorable in pop culture is because of that moment mm-hmm. like I don't think any of the others really are as memorable maybe that's maybe I'm just biased because yeah. I really liked Mission Barton when I was younger yeah, but she was the the sort of big star of yeah. it, you know, and I do think she thought, she, I don't mean, well, she thought she was going on to sort of bigger and better things and she maybe thought the show was holding her back in a lot yeah, of ways. And I'm maybe. not saying she didn't go on to bigger and better things. I mean, she was in the house, so. <laughs> okay. I won't, yeah. I won't pass on comment. Um, and that's it. That's season three. Done. What an ending. What an ending. Yeah. <sighs> all the feels <laughs> what I think is going to happen next <laughs> I'm just going to tell you now nothing that you think <laughs> season 4 is fucking batshit crazy no, you can't you cannot predict what's coming next pal <laughs> like, it's really you making me nervous how many people are <laughs> nodding enthusiastically at that comment um, maybe Sandy yeah. will go back and be a lawyer maybe Maybe that'll be good. Maybe you'll be happy. I like how you started off with that. Like things that could quite possibly things like, that be could certain. happen. I suppose Summer has to go to college on her own. Is she still going to go now that her best friends just died? Let's say yes. She's a she's a strong woman. She's going to go to college and she has to be there on her own, which I imagine is going to cause loads of controversy with her and Seth. <laughs> I mean, they could barely make it work when they were living like in the same bloody area code, let alone across the country. But. Um, I actually can't begin to guess anything else. Like, what the hell is Ryan going to do? Yeah, so you've got Ryan, you've got Caitlin. Um, do you know, I'm not even going to say anything, Heather. All I will say is, like, I don't know how you feel about, like, travelling to alternative worlds and dimensions, but it's not, it's not out of the question for season four. I'm going to hope you're joking and I'm just going to pass to Lena's comment. Um, <laughs> she has said, I'm one of those people that actually really likes season four, even though it's off the rails. Oh no, it's class. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's bonkers. Um, wait, it's- Maja has also said she is going to turn up. Who the hell is she? 
Oh, 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 you've yeah, you've got some, you've, you've got some, you've got some big stars in season four, um, and I also when I was yeah, when I was doing um, I was doing a wee bit of, again, like just down a rabbit hole when you look at one thing and then you look at the next. Apparently, Josh Schwartz did an interview and he said that they got a lot of stick about having more adult storylines um, in the show, which is the whole purpose of Creepy Charlotte. And then when they wrote it in, they were like, we have no idea where this is going. Like, why did we do this? And But that was essentially, yeah, for like ratings. Wild. Yeah. I feel like there's very ratings reactionary. The, like, yeah, the tail end of this season. did say that. Very... Right. Listener of the week. Um, do you want me to sing? Oh my God, yeah. Or do like, you want to sing? Because you no, sang last week and you were don't. like quite in, yeah. Take it oh, away, I should have actually Jane. like, I could have like, oh, I never even thought I could have like brought the guitar in and did like a little, but no, I wouldn't. Anyway, da 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 da, listener of the week, da 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 da. Now you can all imagine like me doing the little head move that I do every week that you've only she does. She does. <laughs> got to Some to weeks it. are more enthusiastic than others, I have to admit. So a couple of shout outs for listener of the week. We're not doing a specific listener. We're going to do lots of shout outs. So my first round of shout outs is to all of our Scottish and English fans who have directly got in touch to shout at us and tell us what arseholes we are for coinciding with the football tonight. <laughs> um, and literally, um, my friend Ryan um, was devastated. He messaged me like, I have waited two years for this podcast episode and you've put it on the same night as the football. So I would like to deeply apologise to everyone for that terrible, terrible timing and just thank you all for your continued... I just- I didn't even think yeah, we, we didn't think we just didn't click like we were I think because Heather's move so we were trying to work things around that and school's School, been mental for yeah. me so we're like yeah and then like I messaged Heather last week and I was like oh my god do you realize the podcast is on the same night and she was like yeah oh my god we're so patriotic and I'm like no we're like absolute idiots <laughs> well thanks guys thanks for um if you came amazing if you didn't we still yeah. love you anyway um, and next yeah, what's time, the score <laughs> next time we'll make sure that we don't we don't make such a faux pas yeah Still there won't be a next now. time so Scotland's never going to get into a tournament like this <laughs> so, next time yeah. Jane come on my next round of shout outs is um, for everybody on no, this no. call it really means it really Yay. means a lot to us that you would all spend your Friday night with us um, and just yeah Honestly, like the listeners to this podcast just blow blow my mind, blow our minds all it's the amazing. time. It is. So thank you so and much. And it's so nice to see so many of you IRL. on Instagram yeah, and sharing nice. us. Yeah, and in real life, it's so nice. It is, it's really sweet and all the the messages. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, you've all been so lovely and nice. And obviously for me, Kerry was big shoes to fill. So everyone's been so lovely. So thank you. Yeah, I do feel like Oprah. And you get listener of the week. And you get listener of the week. Everyone gets listener of the week. Nobody's getting cars, can't afford it. Um, and I guess that's us for the for the oh actual my God. episode. Heather, maybe at the end of season four, we'll be like, and you get a bagel, and you get a bagel, because we'll have our bagel We'll have our bagel sponsor. <laughs> I cannot wait. 
cannot wait. Um, <laughs> that's probably an important thing we should mention. Uh, we yeah. will be coming back for season four. We are probably going to take a month off between season three and season four um, just to get a well-earned break. Jane's in her holly bobs. Um, and exciting news, I will be taking over the socials because yes. the socials is Heather's thing. So if it gets really shit <laughs> or if like you find your messages have been replied to... <laughs> Or if you find your messages have been replied to instantly because <laughs> I've got six weeks off and nothing to do, then it's me. Yes, Jane is very kindly looking after the socials at Never Seen You See um, on Instagram for the next month. And then we'll be we'll be back on the 29th of July. Put it in your diaries. Uh, make sure you're following us on socials. All the updates will be there, but we'll be back for season four on the 29th of July. That is a Thursday as per. Awesome. I just remember being a listener and when I was like, ah, oh, I can't believe they're like taking time off and it just doesn't go right to the next episode. And now <laughs> and you're in I it and you're like, like I need the- a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Um, I love the fact as well, Jonathan's just messaged here saying um, that he's not watched season four either. Oh my God. You've been watching it at the same time as me. Oh, that's, that's so cool. That's so exciting. Yeah, I've watched a couple of episodes as well. Charlotte said she's watched season four, episode one. I like... Yeah, got quite into it a few weeks ago. But yeah, I'll probably go, I'll need to go back and rewatch. But yeah, exciting. So I guess all that's left to say is bye and we'll see you at the end of July. Thanks, guys. Bye. bye.